0: Welcome to The Unpodcast. It's about you. This is your host, Caitlin DeBeer. I'm a life coach, speaker, psychology lecturer, and a mum of two littles. And I'm here to inspire you with self management tips, secrets, interviews, and tricks around loving yourself, loving your life, yep, even the mums. and ultimately to motivate you to want to wake up every morning and live your beautiful life. Over to today's episode. Hi guys, I am so excited to be recording with, I'm sure, if you're a mum, a name that you know, and, and if you're not a mum, a super a super inspiring person to follow, um, an influencer, a blogger in South Africa, um, and I think one of the, lo- the things that I love most um, about about this beautiful woman is her faith and how openly she shares that. So before we get into this incredible interview, I wanted to first of all start by saying that my course, which I've called Chaos to Calm, is officially live on my website. And um, this course is is literally, I've, I've created it literally for the state of crisis that we all finding ourselves in. Um, it's a self-management course, it's tools to help you to cope with yourself, your emotions, um, and just to remain happy and stable and functional and for your cup to overflow in this season, and so it's self-paced, so you do it in your own time. It's five audios, you download them yourself, and um, and then some worksheets that you work through. Super inspiring, super you-focused, but hopefully that focus that you put into yourself will, will in turn impact the world. And as said on Instagram, if you don't don't follow me there, and and when I first put this idea out there, um. What I decided was that I'd sell the course for 200 Rand a person. So so literally like a tenth of what I normally sell my programs for. And half of the income of every single sale is going towards an HIV home for kids. So an orphanage where not all the children are HIV positive but many are and um, I feel that it's important that we protect those that are at risk in this time and so yeah 50% of all the sales will be going there and I will post more about that um, as money comes in and as we start rolling that project out. So go on over to my website, it's on my shop page, it's called Calm to Chaos, you literally purchase and you get straight access to the course Um, and yeah I'm really excited about that course and I'm really excited about this episode. So the next Voices You Hear will be the official interview that I'm doing with Marie-Louise. Cool guys, so I'm so excited to be sitting, I say sitting, we one's sitting in Jo'burg and one's in KZM. Um, but sitting with a really cool and inspirational person as I've just mentioned. So Marie-Louise, welcome to The UnPodcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me, I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, me too. Um,
1: what a, what a week to be recording.
0: I know. And, and I mean, this is definitely the first episode I've recorded on a weekend, which just shows <laughs> what <laughs> we're going through. Yes, so, yes.
1: The only time we have a moment to ourselves.
0: I know. And uh, yeah, I'm so grateful that you were able to make this time too. But to start off with, I have no doubt that loads of the memes that follow me will know who you are, um, but there are loads of people that aren't memes too. So can you introduce yourself and just tell us a bit about yourself, please?
1: Yes. Okay, so um, I'm Marie-Louise Candiotis. I am a mom of three little girls, Eliana, Leah, and Ava. Um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Alec, and together we live in Pretoria. And I have a blog called Just a Mama, where I kind of just share... Things that over the past eight years of being a mom has kind of made it a little bit easier navigating parenting because it's such a daunting space um, and Mm. it's ever changing. So, yeah, we use our platform to just try and help um, inspire and motivate. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I absolutely love following you. Um so and I love how you just said we because that comes across so much. It's not just you. You include the no. kids and your husband so much.
1: Yes, yes. Like um, I always I always used to follow, well, I still follow them, but I read a, a lot of blogs and I felt it was very um mom focused, and I'm also very mom focused, but I felt that it's important to to understand that it's a family. Um, a mom is kind of like the heartbeat of that family, but it's always a family. And I couldn't like be the mom that I am without my husband and obviously with my girls. So, um, I wanted it to be a family space from the beginning. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, as we just said, (laughs) we obviously, we both recording amidst chaos and, um, I think it's very real. It's very real. I think we both moms, we both, home with our kids as we're just chatting now, neither of us with nannies at the moment or any help. And, and, and we being drilled literally from every angle, whether it's social media, whether it's like a phone call to someone, whether it's, I don't know, the news, whatever, At every angle. I think they're just these messages of panic and of despair. Um, And, and, and it's scary. It is scary, but you wrote this post on Instagram and I know that's when I get hold of you, although obviously we've been in touch before, (laughs) but um you titled it and I've used this even to name my, my new course and I didn't even tell you that part. But um right. now you know. <laughs> um but yeah. you titled that. You said turning chaos to calm, fear to fun, and approaching isolation with intention. And I love, I love all three of those. I think each of those could literally be a podcast on their own. Um, but yeah. but just that idea, especially that word that word calm right now, just the chaos to calm more than anything just yeah, felt like it gave me space to breathe again. And I've no doubt, as I say it now, it's probably giving people the same. So yeah, I thought let's start by just by unpacking that a bit. So chat to us about how you guys are doing this. How are you guys turning your chaos or the chaos into calm in your home?
1: Well, um, obviously, uh, we were like Marissa so South Africa. We were, um, Sitting, waiting, kind of expecting what was going to be said um when our president addressed the nation. And um as we actually did not watch live. We were busy with the kids and everything, and we knew we could just watch afterwards. And then as we listened to all of the schools closing and everything that was mentioned and the statistics and the steps that we were going to take, um, we just sat and felt okay, there is a lot of chaos about to abrupt. Um, we can understand why it is scary. But our off, off first thoughts, and I say our oh, because Alec and I were watching it together, was, okay, how do we turn this into a manageable situation for our family? How do we make this moment in time calm for our girls? Because for us, that's always our first line of the things. We start with, our family and our home, and we were proactive. We wanted to be proactive. Um, that's why that night I couldn't even sleep. I was like, okay, what what does this mean? Like, what does social isolation mean? What is it gonna mean for our little girls? Um, What are we, how will our vacation plans change? What will it mean for our domestic worker and her beautiful family? What does it mean for my husband and every single person that he works with? Um, All the events and people that I work with, we kind of had a chat about it and we both just felt, you know what, in a time like this, you can, you should calm yourself. Um, And by doing that, if you'll just be able to see clearer what your path should be. So for us, it meant being organized in a sense. So we wanted to say, okay, what are the steps that we're going to take? We decided to self-isolate as quick as possible. Um, And we were lucky enough that the schools that our girls went to felt the same. And I started planning things for them that would make being home and only being allowed home. Cause I think that's the big thing. Yeah. I'm not going to start homeschooling my kids. I'm not a, um, a homeschooler but <laughs> so, much respect, <laughs> for moms. Got so yeah. much respect for moms that do that. But yeah. I, it's not, no, it's not my thing. But for the first time I was like, my kids are going to be on holiday and we don't have any option. There's no like, let's go for ice cream mm. or let's go play in a park let's go to the movies it'll be we are home and I wanted home to be like this haven for them because we are all gonna remember this no doubt that even my little almost three-year-old will probably have some kind of a recollection of that that one vacation where we just couldn't leave our house and we were wanted our home to be like a sanctuary for them where they could feel calm even though everywhere you look every time you turn on any type of radio people are talking about it if you phone somebody they're talking about it if your neighbor like pops over the wall to say hello they're talking about it we wanted them to feel that they've got this sanctuary where they are safe where they can still play where they can still have fun and where we can kind of protect them and in doing that it, it protects us as well it kind of gives us an escape as well to just breathe and be because I think that's the main thing now is it's, it's, um, it's uncertainty. And um, we don't, uh, people don't function well under uncertainty. Like people want to know, <laughs> they want to know what's going on. And I think that that was the way that we kind of got hold of calm in our house was to just try and shut out as much noise and make our home a little sanctuary for us.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love that. And I feel like um we also had such a similar experience. We did watch it live. We waited an hour for it to show live. <laughs> but we watched it. Yeah. Um and then we
1: tried, but then we were like, no, let's maybe I put know. the kids to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and then we actually we both like we walked straight to my bedroom and um we were in like this devastating position that my brother had to make a call as to whether to cancel his wedding. and um, I wanna cry still when I talk about it, but um, he lives in the UK, and so they called off their wedding of 260 people, um, which is supposed to happen next week. And so, so immediately, obviously, the phone was ringing straight after watching because of this very real thing in yeah. our lives. And so we answered, and you know, I wanted to chat it through with my parents, find out what my brother had decided. I just got back from the UK myself, from being there for my future sister in law's bachelorette. So it was just so emotional, and then we literally just. We put down the phone and before we even phoned his family and, you know, all sort of fed the fire, we were both like, let's just turn our phones upside down, put them on silence. And let's just like be here for a second and decide how we feel about all this. Um, And I love, yeah, I love exactly what you said, that idea of like home being a sanctuary that there is so much chaos on the outside, but inside doesn't have to feel that way. Um, And you get to choose that.
1: Yeah. I think we need to, I always tell our girls, um, especially our elders, she's at that age now where she's getting challenged more. And I always tell them, we are not in control of everything outside of our bodies. Mm. Um, there's so many things that happen outside of our bodies, but we can always control what's inside of our hearts, what's inside of our minds. And even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else, you can control that. And if you can calm yourself, you'll see so much clearer. Mm. And yeah, I think, that was just this was one of those moments where those words needed to be put into practice <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. i totally hear you and i've i mean I've, i'm going to speak in another part of this episode just about how i've designed a whole course on that exact idea literally that exact thing that you are the only thing you can control
1: Great to, to, um, to that course.
0: <laughs> yeah well <laughs>
1: um I'm but, gonna
0: it. oh yeah um but yeah i think i think that's exactly it and um and having an older child must be so interesting as well trying to navigate that you know at the moment my kids are i say non the wiser. they are they do know because sarah asked me today if she could touch yeah. the jungle gym because of the sickness that's what she said <laughs> the sickness they
1: know They know. Yeah. even even without us like having to say a thing they they know
0: mm-hmm. so it's yeah that calm in the home is is so important um yeah, I think I mean you. Obviously, a mom of three, and and as you said, that this whole four week thing at home is is no it's it's no joke. And I don't think that any of us moms are like can't wait for the next three weeks. Um, I think we really yeah. are having to approach one day at a time. That's definitely my mentality. Is like let's embrace today, let's make today a good day. Tomorrow we'll figure we'll figure out tomorrow. Um, yeah. but. I know you've also put out loads on your, on your blog already of ideas that we can implement at home and um, especially with the kids. And I love that. I love that people are being proactive. So, yeah, talk us through a few of those. Give us some activities or some ideas um, if you're willing to share those. And then, obviously, yeah. they can also go onto your blog and, and find more.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is I, I actually used to be a teacher I'm a qualified foundation phase teacher, but yeah, I couldn't, the routine of school never sat well with me. <laughs> so, but I loved the kids and um, I think that was like, my, my, my first thoughts kind of went to my kids. It was like, okay, we've got three girls and they are busy girls and I don't mind that they're busy girls because they are inquisitive. They like doing stuff. They are active. Um, that's one of the things I love most about our girls is they, they keep me on my toes. But um, for any child, like for any person, even for myself, the, the thought of being in your home for three weeks without like having dinner with friends or going anywhere that you would usually like just take for granted. You'll be like, oh, we're bored. Let's go there or let's have a play date. The idea of having none of that is daunting. It's really daunting because what do you do when you only have your home? Mm. A lot of us don't have huge big gardens. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about kids in apartments. I can't even imagine like how that even works. But for me, I wanted to, to make it less stressful for myself and for other moms as well because I knew I'm not a natural planner, although having three, three kids have to, has taught me how to plan because you just can't, you just can't wing it when you've got more than one. Yeah. Um, we kind of tried it with Eliana, it was fine. But when Leah came along, we were like, no, we need to be more, more like organized. And that's why I approach it as I'm not going to be homeschooling my kids. I'm not going to be replacing um their education the we've already received new timetables for the new school year school has, has already let us know that they will be adjusting all of the academical content um the academic content so i think i think i'm quite i've decided to be relaxed about that to not stress that you know our generation will be the i don't know the corona generation that all like has this huge gap in their education because they stayed at home for a month. I'm not going to even let that be a factor. Mm. So I decided for this month, we're going to try and make it the most fun month that hopefully the girls will remember for the rest of their life. Mm. And fun means for them having something to look forward to every day. So the first thing I did was just to kind of, the mom what are we doing mom when are we doing this mom are we baking mom can we do this Mm -hmm. to kind of get that out out of the way I did put a design a quick little schedule just a daily schedule that the girls follow so that they know what to expect and when they know what to expect it's just it's been so much calmer in our home because they will like look at their cue cards and they'll know, okay, I can go brush my teeth, I'm gonna go comb my hair, I'm gonna get dressed. And then they'll come and call me and they'll be like, mom, we've like made our beds, we've put away our toys. It says we're doing an activity now. Um, And then I've got specific days that I told them on Mondays, we'll do messy Mondays, we'll do tasty Tuesdays that we bake and we'll have like fun Fridays where it's just something out of the ordinary. So I kind of try to just bring in a little bit of structure because they are used to going to school and having a plan. And even if it was just vacation time, we would have been going doing stuff with family or friends. Um, We were planning on going away and all of that has been canceled now. So I needed to tell them, okay, this is not happening, but it's still gonna be fun. We're still gonna have a lot of great times here. And for me, that was like having them have that little schedule from a Monday to a Friday because then I'm like solo parenting. <laughs> so I'm outnumbered. And I need them to be calm because otherwise I wouldn't be able to like make lunch or, you know, all of the other stuff, do laundry, everything else that I have to kind of figure out, get in an hour or two of work because obviously for none of us work has stopped and yeah. um, everybody's expected to work from home, but it's almost impossible. Um, so I, I decided to do one activity a day, a planned activity that I do with them. I will put my phone away and we will do this activity together and it will be something that's a lot of fun. Sometimes it's something that they can do on their own. Like uh, Friday, we did a scavenger hunt and, I was busy answering emails while they hunted all around our our garden, and then afterwards I sat with them and we looked at everything they collected and we pressed some flowers and we had like uh, magnifying glasses to look at all of the snails and stuff they found up close. So I do try and have that one specific activity that they really enjoy, and that's something fun and exciting, and if it's educational, that's good to that we can do together Um, and then also activities that they can do completely by themselves because nobody wants to be played with, I feel, the whole time. Mm. Um, At least for me, the way we raise our our girls, um, we've always raised them to understand that it's good to have alone time. It's good to have like to play independently, to kind of have to figure out what are we going to do by ourselves. Um, That's why I love, I've actually spoken a lot about open-ended toys. That's why I love open-ended toys where they can just kind of be like, you know what, explore, do something. And I think for me that that's been the whole thing, having a schedule, having one activity a day, and then letting them also be creative and figure things out for themselves. Mm. That has kind of kept me sane and given me opportunities to, to work and to prepare dinner or lunch and everything else in between. And I think also um, that's why I decided to put it all on the blog. I actually had a, a the first post that I did was a um, survival guide for moms that had like sixty activity, well, more than sixty activities that you could basically just go onto and you can print it out, and it's quick ideas, um, fun stuff like. Uh, an an indoor obstacle course or um, playing sound bingo or stuff like that. Things we all actually know, but we forget about. And then after that, I did a second post that I actually updated over the weekend with um, resources. And that post includes a four week scheduled plan with one activity a day. And I included all the principles, all the recipes, all the instructions everything in there and everything's free because so many places are doing stuff for free, but you have to either sign up to their newsletter mm. or you have to give your bank information and they'll only bill you within a month or two. And I just feel uncomfortable with stuff like that. <laughs> Can you hear me? I've got yes, <Okay>. But how he does flying by? So um, I feel uncomfortable with stuff like that. Um, so I wanted stuff to literally be like: if you click on it, it'll take you there. You can print it and you can download it, and you don't have to give me anything. No details. No emails. Nothing like that. And um, yeah, it's activities that will be like how to bake banana bread, or how to make homemade slime, or um, a scavenger a scavenger hunt that you can just print out and let your kids do, or um, uh, threading uh, a threading Mm -hmm. activity where they have to thread pipe cleaners and stuff like that so it's just some fun stuff that I know the girls enjoy doing and um, stuff I remember from when I was a teacher that the kids always loved doing that I kind of just decided you know what I'm going to put it together it'll be on my blog for the moms that just they need to work because the last thing you need to do now if you're if you have to work and you have to be at home is to kind of you know be spending all your time on Pinterest trying to find stuff to do with your kids mm-hmm. so hopefully in having that on my blog it gives people the opportunity to literally just go print it out and at least it'll give you a little bit of sanity and calm and something fun to do with your kid and um, yeah something to to remember this timeline mm.
0: yeah I love that and I love the way you've approached um even just that schedule I think it's not like you're not trying to say like, I'm going to homeschool them and they need to study all day. You're actually just saying like, I also need to get some work done. And so let's make this like safe and routine for them, which kids love. Um, and it gives you that space for yourself as well, you know, to be able to fit in a bit of work or whatever that is. Um, so exactly. because hmm. it needs to be
1: flexible because every family is different. And yes. um, and even with that schedule, like I included stuff like potty training cues and, hand washing cues and mm. stuff that maybe in if you've got younger kids you'll use some of them, older kids you'll use just a few of them. Um, but yeah I think that's the thing. Like I, I just wanted it to be easy for moms because mm. we have a lot of guilt just every day. Mm. And I think this is just potentially another thing that we can feel so guilty about because we'll be like, oh my kids are home why aren't I doing all of these amazing stuff with them. Why am I not, you know, I don't know, like making slime or, you know, yeah, <laughs> something no. like that. Whereas it it doesn't matter. Like whether you're a mom that can play with your kid the entire day or you're a mom that only has time to do one fun activity, it's okay. Like I really wanted it to be something that any mom can find useful or even dad because I know there's a lot of dads that are staying home while moms have to work. Mm. Um, whatever whichever parent you are I just wanted it to be as easy as possible so that we can also we're also home we're also going to be going crazy being like not able to leave our houses so I just wanted it to be one less thing to stress about Mm.
0: yeah I absolutely love that and I'm definitely going to download a few of those ideas because I love the idea of (laughs) a few of the things you've said that I'm like oh my word I would never even think to do something like that so Um, I think that's also what's amazing is just getting more, more ideas. You know, we often fit just within our own little worldview. So, um... and
1: and moms have taken like, it's been so nice to see like the moms that have like printed our schedule, they have changed it and chopped it and like made it into Mm. star charts and like so many other things, um, which is just so cool. It's so cool to see how something little that I just kind of put out there has grown into something that so many other people use in so many different ways that I even didn't think of. So yeah, it's really cool helping each other. It's that community yeah. of like standing in and being like, okay, let's do this together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it makes people feel so normal, which is great. Exactly. In the mummy exactly. space. Yeah. And I know just with those the mom courses that I run. It's like one of the biggest things that I always find is moms just they just need permission to just like be themselves and be able to live this out without competing without feeling like a failure all the time um and yeah I think things like this can make us all be like we're all in this together let's figure it out and and do what we can to to get through this right. time
1: um, I'm, I'm actually now that you've mentioned it, I'm reading a, a devotional um if people follow me they'll, they'll know it's that um walking with God and motherhood mm. and the last chapter I can't wait to get to the last chapter because she actually says it's no more PMS which is perfect mom syndrome and I just love that yeah I think we all at some stage or another had like perfect mom syndrome mm. and it's kind of like just breaking three of three of that like yeah freeing yourself to not like have to be confined by all these like Ideas about what a perfect mom is, and just actually being the mom that you were supposed to be, because mm-hmm. that's already a perfect mom. Because your kids are only yours, so mm-hmm. yeah. only you can be perfect again.
0: Hundred percent, yeah, I love it. It's exactly I think everything that I I stand for as well. Um, yeah. Before we wrap things up, um, I know that that in this time where we we're trying so hard to keep our kids busy and keep things running at home, and um, you know, keep our I don't know heads just above the water, there are also many out there um, that have a faith like you and I do in Jesus and that want to prioritize things like quiet time, but maybe aren't quite sure how the hell we find that opportunity um, in times like this. So yeah, I I wanted to just throw it out there and and you're welcome to, to share as much or as little as you want, but how are you personally approaching isolation or this time of social distancing with intention when it comes to your faith?
1: Well, I'm really lucky because my girls are older now. When they were younger, it's, it's, it's far more tricky. When you have a newborn or when you have a small baby that kind of just doesn't really stick to the schedule you're hoping they would, it's, it's hard finding that time to have quiet time. Yeah. Um, a tip that I always give moms that ask me, like, when can they have quiet time? Um, I had a rocking chair in the nursery or next to, because, I mean, Ava was in our room for the first year of her life, although she had a nursery. Um, I had a rocking chair next to, like, their crib or wherever they were sleeping, and I always had a devotional, like an easy one-pager devotional that was there. It was always there. And whenever they were up at night or whenever they were fussy or never if they just didn't want to sleep, Um, and I had to cuddle them. Or you know when babies just they just want to sleep in your arms. Mm. You just can't move. They just want to stay in your arms. I had like a small devotional that I could read, even with a little. You get those reading labs that you clip onto books, mm. and I used to. That used to be my my quiet time. Any time I would find myself in that seat whether I was breastfeeding or rocking a baby or just being a pillow to sleep on top of, I would just literally like read those devotionals because they were at least something. It was like, it is, it's, it's maybe just little crumbs, but those crumbs like kept me going. And now that our girls are, older, it's just become easier because I start my day, I've got like a rule that I'm not allowed to like go onto my phone or social media or anything before I have just done my little piece of Bible study. Um, I need to at least start the day with prayer. I try to do 20 minutes Um, for some people it may seem like a lot and others it may seem like really quickly, but 20 minutes has kind of been like what I can do. So I put 20 minutes aside that I do my devotional time. And now that the girls are older, it's actually nice because they will come in and they'll see that I'm busy. And I've got like a pile of uh, like uh, Bible books, uh, kids Bible books and kids Bibles and Bible stories. And they can sit next to me. And they can also read those books. So those are kind of like, they also know it's their special Bible books that they, they always have access to it, but I kind of keep it with my devotional stuff so that if one of them walk in, they can just have quiet time with me instead of trying to tell them mommy's having quiet time, please leave now. Um, You can come back later because that that's just going to turn into like a fight because they'll come back in like a minute or two minutes and then I'll get nothing done. So I try and include them and ask them, okay, which one do you want to read today? And I'll tell them like, I've got at least 10 minutes. Eliana kind of understands that now, but she'll also come and sit with me or she'll actually like, she started like bringing her own Bible and she'll just sit with me until I'm done. Um, And I feel even though they might just be looking at pictures, she actually has books that she started reading now. they are seeing a really good habit that I hope I'm passing on to them without necessarily tell, necessarily telling them this is what you should do. So yeah, my biggest advice would be to kind of not be hard on yourself, to try and fit it in where you can fit it in, depending on like your season of motherhood and then to include the kids. But yeah, do it gradually because Ava will look through one book and then she'll be done and then I'll have to tell her, okay, mommy's not done yet. Um, can you wait with me? Do you want to, do you want to look through another book? Um, or do you just want to cuddle? And sometimes she'll just cuddle in my arms and that'll be enough for her to just wait for five minutes or so. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing and it's been working really well. And then also like, if I'm in prayer, I'll just include them and they'll just pray with me because they actually love praying. So, um, yeah, for me, that's been the approach to kind of not, not have it be too set in stone, but just kind of have it be something that's part of our daily routine as brushing teeth or anything else would be.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I love that the kids are getting to witness all of that. And as you say, um, I think we we can try and teach them so much, but yeah, our behaviors definitely teach them far more. So, um, <laughs>
1: Mm, i think them seeing me taking that time um they also kind of they have started to respect it more so they kind of like know in the morning like they'll come and say give me a cuddle and a kiss and then they'll go and have breakfast um because i mean now it's so relaxed um they'll just have a quick breakfast and then they'll come back and they'll see like okay i'm done or maybe i'm not done and they'll quickly brush their teeth and then they'll come and sit with me and they'll either like I said, do a little book or just lie with me and wait for me. And I think it's a nice thing. Um, I think, I think it's a nice way to start the day. I think having it all start in calm because when you do, when I do Bible study, it is definitely, it has a a calming effect on me and it helps me approach the entire day more calmly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it translates to them as well. And that's why they actually like, having me do that they don't want me to not do that uh, where i think i always try to wake up early and i'm just not an early riser so I'd, I'd be working till like three o'clock in the morning but please just don't ask me to wake up at all <laughs> like the worst
0: thing <laughs> i can't do i'm it. like the exact opposite i can't work oh. from like five from past 5 p.m I, I cannot i can't even look at work oh. but i can happily get up sort of four hoppers four most mornings between hoppers four and five i'd say um yeah you're like my husband it's yeah, so funny like the opposite
1: yeah everybody everybody usually goes to bed at 10 in our home and then i'm like okay the day has just begun
0: okay mm. okay <laughs> hey, and that's just how we made i mean you've also just got to roll with yeah. what what works for you and and not
1: exactly.
0: yeah prescribe something and we'll live that prescription yeah, This has been so lovely, my friend. Are there any, any final words, anything you'd like to say before we finish off?
1: Well, no, actually, um, I just think if moms can just take moms, dads, anybody that's now listening to this, this episode, if there's one thing they can just kind of take from this is to just enjoy their kids, to Mm -hmm. just be the mom or dad that you are because you're already doing everything that you can do and that you're supposed to do. Because, I mean, we love them and we do everything that we do, we do out of love for our kids. So um, just try and be intentional and present during this, this weird moment in time and mm-hmm. make it, instead of making it this thing that we're going to look back on, you know, in despair, try and make it a moment in time that
0: you will never forget with your kids. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I actually, um, I was, my, my son was hospitalized last week or the week before, whenever it was, um, he was really sick. And I said to my husband, it's amazing. Like something like that, that should have been like the worst thing. Instead. I'm just so grateful for that time because it did what's happening to all of us now. It just made me pause and we just cuddled all day in bed and, every five minutes he asked if I could put a movie on and we put like earphones in our ears and he's only two. So like, this was like all new for him, like earphones or like, uh, watching a movie on your laptop, you know, but it was just that time together. And I think when I remember the hospital, I don't know if he were down the line, but I think of it as that. I remember this like incredibly special time with Noah. I wrote him emails every single night that I sent to like his future, you know, email address. And yeah, I think we can all do that. And this time was yeah as sad and as traumatic as it is and um, we can make sure that our homes are safe places where where there is calm
1: exactly because I mean we always say can we just have a moment like can we just stop time for a moment and in a, in a big way we've been forced to now stop time so I love, that. I love that, that idea of like the emails and stuff like that and and I do think like there's really no rules there's no rules like I think we should just be clear about that yeah. We are in the same boat, like if it's going to be movies every single day, then it's movies every single day. It's going to be, you know, uh, eating an extra, an extra cookie after dinner. It's, yeah. it's about having, having it be fun and dealing with this weird moment in time um, as best we can so that we all kind of make it out to the other side
0: in one piece. Yeah, 100%. My friend, you spoke about your blog, obviously, and you've spoken about your Instagram account. Can you tell everyone where they can find you?
1: Yes. Okay. So we have a blog. Um, It's justamama.com. Mama is spelled like an Afrikaans mama because I am actually Afrikaans. So it's M-A-M-M-A. And then we are also on Facebook and Instagram you'll probably find us playing most on Instagram, <laughs> but it's also just, just a mama. And then on Facebook, we are just a mama blog. Amazing. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Dunning. Thank you so much for your time. And it's been so, so lovely to chat.
1: Thank you so much for having me and uh, yeah. Good luck with your family and with everything. I know it's going to, it's going to turn out for the best. So yeah, just keep safe and wash your hands.
0: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um my friend i'm gonna stop it there are you happy with how This episode has ended. Um, I hope you loved it as much as I did. Let's just be encouraged, guys. Let's be encouraged to live out our faith in this time, to keep faith alive, to keep our faith strong, to invest as much time as we can in spending time with Jesus and spending time in the Lord's presence and not just listening to things and not just taking in more info, but actually experiencing God for ourselves. May we be inspired to do fun things with our kids in this time, to connect with our kids and to connect with ourselves. Cool. Sending loads and loads of love your way. Please go and smash up page. Find that Calm to Chaos um, course if it's something that would interest you. Otherwise, go out and live the beautiful, beautiful life that you were created to live. Cheers, guys.